Good morning and welcome. Happy Hump Day. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I hope it finds you well out there. We had a few more, well, some sprinkles at least this morning. It's another great day out there. Uh, happy to be here. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And make it part of your daily routine. There's so many uh, great great articles, videos to keep you informed, keep you knowing what you need to know. Uh, it, it's, it's, you know, a lot of mainstream information, but with a lot more detail. That, that you don't get, uh, uh, you know, all the uh, all the uh, gaslighting and the cheerleading and all of that stuff. You won't find it there at allamericangold.com. Go check it out. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, yesterday uh, we had a, a mini mini flood in my in my office slash studio. The the air conditioner unit uh, sprung a leak, for lack of of a better term. Uh, we got it all repaired. Uh, it looks like it's holding up. So, uh, But if I run out of here in the middle of the show, th- that's more than likely what happened. Uh, right on my desk, too, I had uh, uh, the, one of my favorite books, The Creature from Jekyll Island, sitting there. It, it uh, Yeah, it, it took a hit anyway, but uh, it'll recover. It'll recover. So uh, just glad I was able to be able to be here today. Wasn't sure, but the... Shout out to the air conditioning company. They came out yesterday uh, and got us all fixed up. While they were doing that, I went out, played a round of golf. Bowl, you know, we had bowling league last night, three three games of bowling. I mean, uh, again, I've been saying it for a long time, CBD game changer. Especially, really, the ones that we sell because it's the real stuff, and that's really what's most important. Uh, and I've, I've given you my testimonial. I can't believe, you know, uh, listen, I'm a big guy. I'm trying to not be as big. I'm working on that one next. Uh, but CBD is allowing me to do so much more than I ever thought. Uh, you know, not amount of Advil taken. So I, I go out, I play 18 holes of golf. Then I go and I bowl uh, three, three games in bowling. And listen, bowling's a little more physical than you think. I, I'm just saying. Uh, especially when you got a knee that's uh, in the shape mine's in. Amount of Advil taken, none. Zero, nada. Am I, am I all sore and broken up today? No. No, I would, I would, I would say this was uh, very mild. You know, back when, back when I was like 30, if I did this, I, I, I feel like I did then. But this morning, I got an email, or I'm not, it wasn't an email, I'm sorry, a text uh, from Glenn Tate. And a lot of you uh, love Glenn, Prepping 2.0. Uh, if you've never checked out his programs, check him out. Uh, he's on uh, the open forum on Friday afternoons, and then we run Prepping 2.0 on the weekends. And Glenn's a, uh, had cancer. Anybody... Uh, that's had cancer, is going through chemo, you should be taking CBD. It just, it helps recovery. It, it just really uh, make, not, you know, let's face it, chemo is not pleasant. It's not. Uh, but it makes it a lot more tolerable. Uh, and Glenn started using it because of that. And then he texted me this this morning. I have another CBD testimonial for you. 
I have an incision from a surgery. It's been irritated and mildly painful for months. And any of you, you know, I had like my elbow surgery. I've had knee surgeries. You know, those scars, they get painful. And, and, and not, you know, sometimes really painful, but mostly more like annoyingly painful. You know, just, just irritated. He said, yesterday, I put some CBD salve on the irritation, and it's gone down to almost nothing, and the pain is gone completely. Of course, he says, why didn't I do this earlier? Listen, uh, it's just so many great things about uh, CBD, especially uh, with pain, uh, inflammation, uh, very helpful. A lot of our our people that have uh, arthritis, uh, things of that nature are saying how much it's helped them. Uh, check it out. 1360 KHNC, hit the shop button. Uh, we have CBD products available in our Colorado office and our Arizona office as well. Uh, you know, things from, from, hey, I don't sleep well at night, to anxiety, to pain, to all these things. Uh, I take it mostly. Uh, it just ha- allows the body to heal itself. Uh, the best way I can to describe it, it takes the inflammation away and lets the body uh, do what God made it do, and that's heal you. Check it out. Plus, all the proceeds, as you guys know, uh, the My Kind CBD, the number one supporter of KHNC that gives you all those great programs. So just another reason to go check it out. When we get back, we have inflation data out. We've got gold up 20. We, we've got... A bunch of gaslighting going on. The Senate last night passed the $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill. I'll tell you what that means. Uh, and then we add a, a bunch of, uh, from Joe Manchin to Kristen Sinema, uh, you know, say, oh, I'm so worried, yet they voted for it. Uh, I'll tell you what all of that means. we got a great show lined up for you. Uh, plus, more inflation talk. Who's right? Is it the central bank? Or is it the CEOs of all of these companies out there? Uh, By the way, Tyson Foods, he put a number on what he says inflation is for Tyson. I'll share all of that with you when we get back. 800-955-1220. 800-955-1220. I'm holding price on $20 gold pieces at that nineteen ninety five, dollars but uh, gold's up $20. i am going to ignore it for the day. Tomorrow, prices are up. Uh, already, my costs are way up. Uh, put them away. U.S. $20 gold pieces, $1,995, below two grand. Uh, we just haven't seen that since COVID. Uh, so, so take the time. Keep adding to your portfolios. So today, we get the inflation number that the Federal Reserve gets to decide how it's calculated. And I'm not going to make a big, big deal. Listen, I I had the the idiot box on this morning, both Fox, CNBC, and finally you're hearing people say, well, the Fed's understating it. The Fed's under... But they're not making a big deal about it. 
Because, well, they don't want to make a big deal about it. Because they, they, they know, listen, we got to pretend that, that it's transitory. But here's how the number came out today. The Labor Department releases the numbers. Of course, they're told by the Federal Reserve how to do the calculation. They said that the consumer price index rose 5.4%. Now remember, we needed 2, right? Now, oh, we've got this target. It's 2%. Now, they did say, you know, it ran below 2% for a while, so if it goes a little higher, that's okay. All right. Well, a little higher, what? 2.2 or 2.3. I don't know, maybe 2.5. No, this is 5.5%. Think about this. Our money is worth 5.5% less than a year ago. Who did this? Well, they did. And you know what they're saying? Eh, it's okay. They said that the CPI increased five-tenths of a percent month over month. Of course, obviously, you know, when you do when you do it that way versus year over year, month over month, that's 6%. Right? Times it by 12. That would be 6%. But, of course, remember now that they make excuses for themselves as why it is that they really don't believe in a sound dollar. Why it is, listen, they know the dollar is going to zero. They say, well, how long can we go? Because all fiat money goes to zero. And mostly because of garbage like this. Because we allow them to do this and get away with it. Right? Because they've got the, all the people in the debt market, they all drink in the Kool-Aid. Right? They're all drinking. Hey, well, because they have no choice. Listen, would they rather have the stock market at 10000 or 35000 Well, we'd rather have it at thirty-five. Well, if you'd rather have it at thirty-five, got to drink the Kool-Aid. Okay, well, I'll drink it. Well, what happens if I keep drinking the Kool-Aid? Well, eventually the whole thing's going to blow up in your face. But, you know, we can make it last a while. Then they said, but, you know, that's headline inflation. And we just don't like headline inflation. You know, headline inflation, that, that number's higher. We want to find a lower number. So we created the so-called core inflation. Core inflation. Okay. Well, hmm. We are, uh, you know, human beings that we need, you know, food and water and stuff like that to survive, right? To, to live. That's not core. Food, energy. That stuff goes up all the time. No, this core number, it only rose. Three tenths of a percent. See now, that sounds so much better, doesn't it? I mean, that way now it's only up three point six percent. See, look at—we just took inflation and almost cut it in half. 
And remember, last month it was way hotter than that. So, you know, if you just use the core number, well, now it's only up 4.3% year over year. Wow. Man, isn't that great? Hey, we just we just lost 20% of our inflation with this core nonsense. And one of the things that's in the core, which I don't know why it would be, but it's in there, is used vehicle prices for cars. Now, I don't know about you guys, but my family, you know, I've got me, my wife, my two boys. How often do we buy a car? Every five years? Ten years? Not very often. And I will say this: the, my wife had we buy my wife had got a new car, but me and my boys we all had used cars, you know. So I guess we're in that market, but that was only up two tenths of a percent. And of course, we know you know used car prices are up almost fifty percent year over year. But at least it slowed down. I will tell you though: listen, used car prices always fall in the summer. People go on vacation; car buying slows. Uh, I got a funny feeling that that's going to go back the other way, and I'll tell you why in a minute. They said that apparel prices were flat. Okay, so let's see. In the core CPI, there's two things in it that they've made a big deal, apparel and used car prices, that uh, are not core to our existence. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I guess you can buy cheaper clothes, go to Goodwill, right? I mean, right? I mean... Ridiculous nonsense. But anyhow, the big lie in it all still has to go with the biggest factor in consumer price index, in the CPI, and the core CPI as well. Housing. Okay? Housing. According to the central bank, Housing costs slowed significantly. In particular, rents. I can't make this up. Rents went down. Anybody out there rent a place lately? I just did. I can promise you rents are not down, and they're not down anywhere. But according to the central bank, shelter, as they like to call it, which is really rent equivalent, which we don't know what it means, only is up 2.8%. And it's slowing, according to them. Now, that was out this morning. This morning on CNBC, big little breaking story. They are usually reserved for home buyers. But bidding wars are becoming more and more common in the rental home market. Demand for apartment and single family rentals is surging. As the economy approves, they're saying that Landlords are seeing more than a dozen applicants or more. 
on properties and renters are offering well above the asking rent. Have a buddy of mine just moved here from California. Been looking for a place to rent. Has an area where he wants to be. Puts his offer, and this, this was, and I didn't even talk about it, and I did, didn't even dawn on me. This was about 45 days ago. Puts in, you know, hey, I want to rent the place. You know, they run the credit. Oh, yeah, it's great. He gets a call from the leasing company of the, this was a single family home, the, what the, you know, the company in charge of, of renting. And they told him, hey, we got multiple offers. And, and kind of saying, you know, like a half a dozen of them. Give us your best price. Give us your what your best price is, and, and then we're going to decide. And he ended up paying almost uh, almost $1,000 more than what they were asking for. True story. We've been leasing properties for almost 20 years. And we haven't seen an applicant pool this competitive since we started in the business. This was a guy from Iron Gate Development in Maryland. He says that we listed a home two weeks ago. 20 prospective tenants... A dozen, well, ten applicants with far more than than normal. Think about this. You go to a rent-a-house, right? Ten other people got an application in. The, end, the, the rental application we're seeing right now, you're seeing higher credit scores. You're seeing applicants willing to put down more in terms of security deposit. You're seeing strong rental history as well. I'm one of those people. I've been renting since the last housing crash. We've got well over an 800 credit score. I can tell you how much more expensive the rental market and more competitive it's gone. They're talking about prices of units going up three and four hundred dollars a month. Just in the last 60 days. And yet somehow, this, and this is good, right on CNBC. Couldn't have been more than an hour after the CPI comes out. And they're saying, rents are exploding. I mean, we know what new home prices are doing, right? We know what, what uh, uh God, I drew, just drew a blank. Existing home sales are doing. We know median prices, all-time highs. Listen, we got all-time record high prices for new homes, all-time record high prices for existing homes, all-time record high prices for rent. And they tell us it's slowed? Are you kidding me? But this is the event. This is really the most important part of the CPI because it's such a big part of it. They, they calculate, uh, you know, 33% of the CPI is this rent equivalent number. 
people were saying, and this is not me, I don't know, but if they use actual factual data, they said that today's CPI number, which was 5.4%, would have been uh, approaching 10. Core CPI, which they said it was only up three tenths and four point three over year year over year would have been over eight. Could you imagine what really is happening? This is the problem. This is why this thing is going to be so much worse when it finally does crater. Because they won't even use the real numbers. Because here's the problem, right? I guess at four point three percent or five point four percent. They can say, well, you know, it's, it's going to slow down. Don't worry, right? And they say that every month. And it, it doesn't slow down. But at 10%, they'd have to do something. And the longer they go without doing it, the worse it gets. When we get back, Tyson Foods, and all of you know Tyson, right? They're chicken and all beef and all that. I'm going to tell you what he says inflation is. And then I'm going to tell you what one of my catering buddies told me yesterday. Yeah, we're going to taper sometime, maybe. You know, uh, we may raise interest rates in like 2023. Right? As this thing just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I know you're right. Joe. Gold fell a hundred dollars at one point on Monday. <laughs> on a, you know, whatever that was. Listen. Again, every one of these, you know, big gold traders, and I don't know that it was a gold trader. Right? Was it J.P. Morgan? Was it somebody else? I don't know. I kind of more lean towards maybe the Chinese government, just adding gold, more gold. Uh, to their holdings, I, 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 I want to say that's what happened, but doesn't matter because they're Kool Aid drinkers. They just, oh yeah, well you know, core's only four three. Oh well, how's it? Yeah, I know that number's fake, but so what? It's okay. It's not okay. See, this is the problem. And, and too many of these people, really, they weren't old, either they weren't old enough or they weren't even alive during the 70s. And none of them are going to do any research. They're just lazy. Totally lazy. This is exactly the same thing we had. The, the parallels are striking of what happened in the 70s. Remember the whole thing with Watergate and Nixon, kind of similar to the insurrection and the Trump thing, right? Kind of similar there. Weak president, right? Whether it was Ford Carter, Jimmy Carter, right? The peanut farmer, who I didn't think we'd see a weaker president than him. Uh, We've got it today. Joe Biden, the weakest president you've ever seen. Don't think so? Look at Afghanistan, right? That thing's over, right? <laughs> Where is he? He hasn't even said anything. Why? Because, dude, we don't want to talk about that. How about the border? I don't want to talk about that, right? And, and inflation doesn't say it. What He hasn't said anything about anything. I don't even know where he is. We have Arthur Burns, who was the head of the central bank, 
very weak central banker, Jay Powell, who I think, you know, Jay Powell's not great. Janet Yellen, Ben Bernanke were worse, in my opinion, but he's compromised. Right? He's compromised. And, and they're all saying the exact same thing that was said in the 70s, and it's, it, it's here. Don't believe it? Think I'm making it up? Maybe I'm exaggerating. I mean, it's possible. How about Tyson Foods? Their CEO on Monday said, we are struggling to raise prices fast enough to keep up with higher cost. In the last quarter alone, this is incredible. Hiked its average price for pork by 39%. And they're telling us food inflation is three-tenths, four-tenths. Right? If, you know, you do that math. They're, they're basically trying to tell us food inflation is, is just a tad under 4% below. That's crazy. Beef prices, this is just quarter, just a quarter, 12%. Chicken prices, 16%. He said his company is grappling with higher raw material costs, global supply chain problems, a rebound in demand, wage and worker compensation inflation. We have seen accelerating and unprecedented inflation. Inflation is up 14% during our third quarter. Inflation is up 9% year to date. Well, the Fed just said, well, 5.4. And... Really, core's only 4.3. They both can't be true. And, and, and for a CEO to come out and say, this isn't inflation. This is unprecedented inflation. Saying that we can't raise prices fast enough. Shake Shack. I don't know if you got Shake Shacks in Colorado. We got a few here in Arizona. Uh... They're announcing they're raising the prices again. Now, Shake Shack hiked prices in December. And then it raised prices through delivery services uh, this year by 5%. Then they raised prices by 10%. Then they came out and says that wage inflation in the second half will be in at least the high single digits, they said that prices and costs for all things, restaurant, continue to rise and will be raising prices yet again. So that's four price hikes from them. How about this one? Car parts continuing to accelerate. Higher costs for auto part prices that are going to raise 
listen to this, prices have already increased 5 to 7%, and they say add another 5% by the end of the year. Who's saying that? Car parts CEO Lev Pecker, right? I mean, come on. That's kind of a interesting name. Anyhow, right? that's 10 to 12% inflation. Car parts. So I've got a, a friend right here in, this, in the complex with me where I take all of my cars to get worked on. And I was talking to, to Shannon over there. She does all the orders. Her husband is the guy that owns the place. He's the head mechanic. She does all the books for them. I, and we, we talk about, we buy our rubber gloves for when, when Brittany and Arlene uh, do all the junk silver rolls and all that stuff. A box of rubber gloves used to be 12 bucks. And by used to be, I'm talking way back in 2019, you know, before COVID, 12 bucks. A uh, box of gloves today, $40. $40. Oil. So they get these oil. oil uh, think about if you're like uh, uh, got a got a property without water and you got those big water tanks, you know, those, you know, 300 gallons of water. They got something similar to that where their oil, you know, gets in there. She said oil a gallon went up three and a half dollars just the last time they purchased it a gallon. She says it's incredible the amount of inflation in the auto parts side of things. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Listen, last day. $20 Liberties, $19.95. I, I just add to your portfolios. You know what's happening. You're seeing it. You know I've got a lot of of business owners that are friends of mine. Um, I talk about my the favorite my favorite bar that I go to. Me and me and the owner Dave were buddies, and and he he's just so frustrated. He says that he's paying hourly more than he's ever paid and still not getting enough help still can't get applicants every time he orders prices just keep going up you know, remember I was showing the one I was telling you about the chicken wing. cost a box of chicken wings double double I said and I ask him every time you know because I see him every other week hey Dave the chicken wings go down nope Nope, haven't gone down. And he goes, here's the sad part. The sales guy, the last time he talked to him, said, hey, get ready, they're going to go up again. But beef has been on a big run. Pork's been on a big run. I bowl with a guy. He is a very very successful caterer. Runs a catering business. A good friend of mine. So yesterday... Uh, you know, whereas we're bowling, I just said, Kevin, how, how's cost going? And he just goes, it's ridiculous now. Every time I order. And he goes, the problem is, you don't know what it's going to be next. So he gave me the, the, the example from, it just had happened to him that he was reordering. He buys uh, cheese, okay? 
in these five-pound bags. You know, so for you know the pre pre uh, shredded cheese, five-pound bag. He goes, they were eleven dollars. Because I ordered it, came in today, fourteen dollars and fifty cents. That's it's a thirty percent increase and that's just one item and he says the problem is is every time I order it's another item and he goes and it's not you know they're not up four or five percent he says that doesn't exist he says we're seeing she was sometimes I'm seeing a price on something you no know, like like napkins or or uh, the 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 silverware that prepackaged silverware he goes prices doubled about this one Walmart Walmart so desperate to keep their warehouse workers this must be a terrible job because they, they them and Amazon never have you know they're always uh, complaining about warehouse workers Walmart for warehouse now they have I want to say I want to get this right I think it's a hundred and ninety warehouses in the country. Yeah, 190 U.S. warehouses. You know, think about an Amazon warehouse, like probably a whole city block, probably more, I don't even know, they're huge. They're offering weekly bonuses. Some locations, they're offering as much as $500 a week. That's $26,000. Offering $500 a week bonuses. But this is how Walmart operates. So right now, Walmart warehouses, this is their busy time. Right? Because there's just now, uh, right now, probably Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Right? So, you you know, it's months ahead of time. So this is the busy season in the warehouse. And obviously, you would say, well, why don't you just raise the pay? But Walmart's like, well, you know, the thing is, if we can get through this busy season, then we don't have to. But think about this, $500 a week bonuses. All of that gets added to the cost. And, of course, you're sitting there, and we're watching all of this play out. And, and, and again, they continue to do nothing. I've said it over and over and over again. We're in this mythical Goldilocks situation right now. Where the Federal Reserve has ignored everything, manipulated the data, and is pretending all of this is this is not going away. It's not going away. And then today, to have the Democrats pass... It was 50 to 49. Now, I don't know which. I, I keep trying to find. I can't find it. Which Republican didn't vote to force that 5150 on this $3.5 trillion spending plan? All this is going to do is make everything cost even more. And here's the funny thing. We, I read comments from Joe Manchin and Christine Cinema. Oh, we have grave concerns about this. Then why did you vote for it? 
Now, granted, they know, hey, this is going to go to the House. This isn't the final vote. This is just the, hey, we've got enough votes to let the House take it. And they can always vote no later. But again, if you're really that concerned about it, you should have voted no. Just one person votes no on the Democratic side. It doesn't happen. But more spending is coming. We've hit the debt ceiling. Right, The debt right now sits right below $29 trillion. We will break $30 trillion no later than January, possibly before the end of the year. But yet, don't worry. Don't prepare. Pretend inflation is, doesn't exist. We'll understate it. What could possibly go wrong? Pixel Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News, our uh, final segment, news just coming in, uh, almonds, get ready for a huge increase, uh, apparently in California, where something like 80% of all the almonds come from California, uh, they're being forced now uh, to plow under their trees because there's not enough water, uh, Arizona, I've gotten more details, Yuma farmers and Yuma uh, we mostly you, you get uh, like salad, lettuce, uh, broccoli, things of that nature. They're going to get water first. All the the farmers and the ranchers and that aren't in Yuma, uh, you're going to have major water restrictions coming next year, uh, and they're already taking action. I know that uh, ranchers are calling herds. Uh, farmlands going bare and vacant. Uh, it's gonna and it's only gonna get worse. How about this? This just breaking the Social Security cost of living adjustments. We could see an adjustment for 2022 of 6.2 percent. Wow, man, that is huge. That is a number we've been nowhere close to that number. you got to go back to the 80s to see cost of living adjustments. To give you a perspective, 2021 was 1.3%. Uh, this would be the highest number since 1983, according to uh, Mary Johnson, Social Security uh, analyst for the Senior Citizens League. Uh, this is just Again, another thing that was not in the actuary's assessment of when Social Security is going to run out of money. That's a big, that's another one. Again, though, I've been telling you 2025 for a long, long time. Figure it out. Understand the wolf guarding the hen house. But they've lost control. They've lost vision to it. Uh, we we, we, we want to just give people everything, hand money out, hand over fist. Listen, if the Social Security Administration says cost of living is going to be 6.2%, the Federal Reserve should be, it, the Fed funds rate should be at least 5. At least, probably should be 6 or 7. It's zero. And by the way, if you believe them, which I do, they have no intentions of making it anything but zero. 
This thing's only going to get worse. It's just a matter of time. Gold is going to go on a run. Look at what it did in the 70s. And I broke down the 70s a bunch of times. Gold moved in bunches. It'd be flat, lower, lower, then bam! And then then it would stagnate and go a little lower, and then bam! Again, this is how it works. As the the whole foundation starts to crumble. U.S. $20 liberties, I can't emphasize enough. Uh, what a what a fantastic price at nineteen ninety five. Uh, gold's at seventeen fifty here, uh, up over twenty dollars today. Silver still not doing anything. Silver, it's so funny. Right, I'm sitting there telling you, hey, junk silver. I don't know how much longer we're going to have it. Uh, silver's up like six cents, uh, right around twenty three and a half dollars. Uh, and Wall Street is mixed. The 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 Dow, of course, is higher today because, you know, apparently they love inflation. Uh, the Nasdaq's lower. God bless everybody. Get your gold and silver put away. Get your financial house in order. And just sit back and relax as all of this unfolds. We'll be back tomorrow.